Hey everyone, I'm Mariah, the founder of Content Queen, a content agency and educational business for entrepreneurs and online business owners. I am a digital nomad, passionate traveler, serial rambler, and big dreamer who has a purpose to inform and educate. So I started this podcast to help more people on all things content creation, marketing, and business to help you build a more profitable brand using content marketing as a strategy. Join me as I share top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, gang. How are we? Hope you're having an amazing week. Um, So, get started. I'm going to be talking today all about are you ticking the boxes when it comes to content creation? Now, I don't mean this in a way of, oh, are you ticking the boxes? Are you getting things right? I mean, are you literally ticking the boxes to get it done and send it on its way? That is what we're going to be talking about today. Before we do, just thought I'd give you a bit of a life update. And of course, the leaf blower goes as I'm recording and it wasn't before. So that's really annoying. Hopefully it stopped. But I knew that was going to happen as soon as I started recording. Um, but just on a, a business front, the Instagram is going amazing. If you haven't already followed, follow us at Content Queen Mariah. And I'm really enjoying, um, you know, watching this unfold. I did share on my profile at Mariah underscore Content Queen uh, the stats and how things were going. Um, and it's doing really well. We're getting really good reach and really good engagement. And as I know from podcast, I think it was 71 exponential growth. So I know it'll continue to grow, but I'm just, I'm really enjoying the strategies that I put in place. And I think, you know, it's taken, it takes time to learn this. So, you know, if you're not sure what to do with your strategy, if you want to, if you've got one, you don't document it, whatever that looks like. Um, I've got a free content template. The link is in the show notes and that's what I use to form my strategy. And I, I just use this template and it really, it helps me a lot. Um, so make sure you check that out if you uh, aren't sure where to start, or if you want some help sort of redefining your strategy, definitely download it. Um, Shannon and I, use it a lot with creating content uh, for Content Queen. And really without that strategy uh, and, you know, there's a post going out um, this week around um, what my content looked like before and how I I reframed and rechanged it. So definitely make sure you check that one out. Um, I think it's it's good to see, um, you know, the change in, in having a strategy versus not having a strategy. Apart from that, on the health front, I'm doing well. If you're following me on my Mariah underscore content queen, my personal brand page, uh, you will notice that I had to measure 24 hours of my wee this week or last week. So that was, that was fun. Um, you won't even believe the process. Like I couldn't, I'm not even going to take you through it. It was just so absurd. Like the things we do for health, right? Like literally that is the definition of what I had to do to, to measure 24 hours of my own urine and, and deliver it. But you can follow me on TikTok if you want to see more about it. Um, my TikTok name is Mariah underscore Mackiness. So make sure you check me out on TikTok because I'm having fun just creating stuff. And and that's um, 
also, you know, what we can get off different platforms and even watching people outside of our niche is just inspiration. Like it doesn't even have to have anything to do with what we do. And I think we can gain a lot from those who are just creating for fun and not creating to sell and make money. I think there's a lot of lessons that we can um, we can get out of that. So I want to go through, are you ticking the boxes when it comes to content? This can have a double meaning. So are you ticking the boxes, doing the right things? Woo! And are you legit just creating content because you know you have to? That's my question. And I, because yes, I've done that. I've created content because I've needed to show up. And I know I've needed to show up. And a perfect example is some of the posts that I share tomorrow in or whatever day you're listening to this. It was, it was posted this week. Some of the content I created, you know, like um, just some of the stuff was just quotes and, you know, just posting a picture of flowers. Like some days we need a little bit more brightness in our lives to make us smile. Lucky for today, it's Friday. I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. What are your plans? I'm going to see my family tomorrow for my dad's birthday. So shout out to him. And, you know, like, cool. Like, good story, Mariah. Like, I don't understand why. And I know why. Because I was literally getting to five o'clock at night or during the day at work and thinking, oh, my God, i got to post on socials. What am I going to post today? I have no idea. And none of it made sense. Like, it was literally just to tick that box, to get that content out there, send it on its way. I would rather you create three incredible posts to your feed that you've put a lot of time and energy in, show up on stories, than minimal effort for more content. And I'm not totally not saying that you do that, but think about it. Evaluate the content you create and I'm going to have some things that you can do, but I also want to go through why you need to actually create quality versus quantity. And that is why we need to be assessing things that we create. Like, what is my purpose of this? Why am I creating this? If the answer is to stay consistent and to post, reframe. Have a think about it. You don't have to create just to tick that box to say, oh, that's done on my to-do list. You want to create to add value. So why do we need to create quality quality content? Like I know you'll know a lot of these, but if you create quality content, it actually will help you to drive results to your website, to your lead magnet, to your the AKA freebie. And you track this through your Google Analytics, right? So have a think about what results you want from each piece of content. Some of the other goals from your content is brand awareness. Do you want to create more awareness around your brand? Do you want to create an action, a sale, a, you know, are you trying to fill out your private coaching? Have you got a course you've launched? Do you want more people to help If you're a website designer, like what's your objective for that month? You know, at the moment for Content Queen, I'm generating brand awareness and I would love for more people to 
check out the podcast, download, you know, join the mailing list, those sorts of things. So that's sort of the objective of the content. At the moment, I don't, you know, people can work, you know, work with us as content queen. And, you know, I remember when I first got out of hospital, I needed more clients. So I jumped on and I I promoted and that was my objective from the content. But that's why it's always good to have those KPIs around the content you're creating, whether it's for the month, whether it's for the week, like whatever that looks like. And if you go back and listen to the podcast episode last week with Kate McDonald all about launching, she talks about using that content to go through that pre-launch phase, that launch phase. Like if you're launching soon, you know, you might be in the pre-launch phase. So what's your objective? Is it to get people on the wait list? Is it to generate interest to a freebie that you're then going to generate a a funnel into selling the offer you've got like what is it and of course the next thing is it's about getting people to your trap to your website it's about getting and generating traffic so the purpose of that quality content and why it's so important is you want to lead people to your website You know, if you've got a blog on your website and you create a really good social media post around that topic of that blog, then your objective is to get people to read that blog. There's always an objective with the piece of content and think about social media as the window to your shop. You're you're providing people an insight into your business. So what's the next step? It's your website. It's to come in and buy, right? And that's why having a website is so important. So if your social media is a window to what you offer, your podcast, your, you know, your objective is to get people over to your website and see what you've got to offer on there. And if you've got a really good quality blog, then that's going to help keep people on your site. It's going to help with the bounce rate. So bounce rate is people coming onto your website and then leaving straight away. But are they staying on your website? Are they going down that rabbit hole of looking at all the content you have to create? So if you have a really good quality blog post that's a thousand words and you've put a lot of effort into it versus a blog post you've slapped together or a social media post that you're asking how people's days like mine <laughs> with some flowers and a quote. Oh, actually, you know what one of my favorite is? Let me let me bring it up. It was, I remember posting, I like legit remember posting this. This is just a prime example of just posting for the sake of posting. So it was a Sunday and I was like, oh, I haven't posted. This was July 7, 2019, so about a month into my business. And I was like, oh, got to post. Oh, love this little quote by my bed. It was like a flip. It was from typo or something like a, a flip card thing where you flip it and it's got different quotes and it was life is what you make it and there's people jumping into the water and holding hands and it just wrote Sunday feels what have you got planned this week (laughs) oh my gosh Mariah but you know what our content always gets better we should never judge just learn I'm just laughing because I just think it's great anyway it's amazing Also, okay, back to, you know, why we need to be creating quality content. Um, (laughs) It allows us to highlight the benefits of our business, show our values and show what we have to offer 
give insight into what it's like to work with us, the benefits of our product, service, uh, who we are as a person. You know, there's always a face behind a brand. Like, who is that person? How can we connect with them? The way that we do that is through our content, right? It helps us tell stories, you know, that are going to connect with our audience. It's sort of like hitting that sweet spot, um, telling more about who you are as a person, allowing you to solve problems through the art of storytelling. And we have an amazing podcast interview with Emily Edgley, not next week, not the week after, but the week after that or the week, I can't remember. Anyway, the first week of June, you'll love it. It's all about storytelling and the power of storytelling, right? And then the reason why we need quality content and not just posting for the sake of posting and not just, yep, tick, done, posted, scheduled, there's an image or something with it and all the things. Is it? It's designed to give a really good experience, right? It's designed to bring the audience in. That's why also like good images, like having branding shoots, which again, we've got a really good podcast interview next week with Hipster Mum to talk, Jade from Hipster Mum, talk all about visuals, good graphics, like branding is really important in this storytelling journey of content. You know, we have platforms like Canva for us to be able to create beautiful designs. I think, you know, branding shoots, whether we do them ourselves, we do them at home, or, you know, we pay someone, which, uh, spoiler alert, paying someone is much easier. And it, and it brings those that content to life. You know, it, it brings people into our brand when they see an image of our team, an image of us, a really beautifully designed piece of infographic or a carousel of tips. You know, we've put energy and effort into that and people can see that not just finding, you know, a stock image, slapping it with a how's your day been and putting it on Instagram. And there's nothing wrong with stock images. But as long as that image brings to life your brand, then amazing. You know, for my blog, I've decided now to use some stock images for the blog because we're building up the blog into more of the content queen agency. So it makes sense for me to use stock images as the main image. But then throughout the blog, there's you know, graphics in there, there's the podcast guest tile, there's all those things. So when you're thinking about your content, go deeper than just the text, also think about the imagery as well. One of the other things I really want to talk about when it comes to creating content and not just ticking the boxes and posting is it's made for people, like your content is made for someone. So when you're writing, you're thinking of someone when you're writing, like who benefits from this? Who's the person that you think would get a lot out of? And it could be someone in your following that likes all your posts, someone you engage with a lot that maybe potentially could be a, pl- a client down the track, but maybe isn't ready or a client that you currently serve now, like, or, and how they were before you started working together. Like you're speaking to people you're talking to someone. So that's why I always like to think like when I'm creating a piece of content, would I, you know, share that information with a friend? Of course, I'm going to ask someone how they're going, you know, but we've got Instagram stories for that. We don't have, you know, the feed to ask people how they're going. I mean, it could be part of the content, the copy, but just think about your, the content you're creating on your feed or the content you're creating on a blog or a podcast 
it's not about just creating it to get it up. You're sharing information, you're sharing value. So think about if I wanted to share value with my ideal client, my ideal customer, if I wanted to share value with a friend, what would I say? What would I do? What would that conversation look like, you know, rather than just posting for the sake of it because you know you need to be consistent, you need to get your name out there. It's it's honestly more value to you to put more energy into fewer posts or fewer blogs, fewer podcasts, whatever that looks like. You know, maybe you go, okay, well, I really want to focus on a podcast. So what I'll do is I'll put all of my content energy or three quarters of my content energy into the podcast and then I'll outsource the rest and someone can listen to that podcast and turn it into social captions or I'll do it myself. But all of my posts for that week will be around the value that people get in the podcast. You know, have a think about, be smart about that repurposing. So your energy is put into one main channel and then the rest is repurposed out. So that's sort of why I think you ne- you know why it needs to be quality content. I have no doubt in my mind. But of course, so what do you do next? How do you turn one piece of content into more quality or how do you get more interaction or more engagement with a piece of content? What what can you do? What does that look like? And how can you start to evaluate? Well, the first thing I would do is evaluate content you're currently creating and don't be judgmental. Do this without judgment because remember, we're doing the best we can. We're doing all we can, right? And even some of the posts that I've gone back and looked over, I was like, oh, that was not great. But you know what? We're always going to do better. We're always going to create better content. The pieces you created last week aren't going to be as good as the ones you've created this week. You know, it's it's going to happen, right? So the first thing that I would think about is looking at the stuff you create, thinking about your values and asking yourself are my values being reflected in the content? That's the first thing you can ask yourself. Like, is it being reflected? And this was really good. I spoke about this with Suze Chadwick on the podcast and I'll put the notes, the link to the podcast in the show notes. And she talked a lot about this and I think this is really powerful. So go back and have a listen. I also have a branding voice guide that speaks about values, speaks about language, tone, how you add your own flair into your content, things like that. It could be really good to revisit that and have a look at your values, um, have a look at whether the language that you're using is being reflected in your your content, like the language you want to use, your personality, you know, and even that helps when you do start to outsource, you know, for example, at the moment, I'm outsourcing some of the content and the captions for Content Queen. And Shannon and I work so closely together that she knows the tone that I write in. We've been working together for quite some time now, so she can adapt to that copy. And that's what content writers will do and will help you with. But at least if you have some form of, you know, the tone you want to work with, the the language you want to use, and it makes it really easy when you do outsource. I'm currently working with a coaching client and we're looking at her tone and, and how she can add more flair and more personality of herself into her content. And that also comes down to sharing stories. Where are you showing up and sharing stories? And of course, the podcast episode you're going to love with Emily, being authentic, being vulnerable. It's all about when you start and 
it's just for now. You don't have to do it every caption, every blog post, every podcast, but just questioning yourself, like, is this enough? Have I given enough? Do I think this is value without being hard on yourself? I don't want you to be hard on yourself. I know what you're creating is amazing and I know it will be amazing, but just questioning it a little bit, just asking yourself, you know, whether maybe you get your target audience to evaluate, do a survey, um, ask a friend that could be, you know, your business bestie to give you honest feedback about your content. Do you think I'm giving enough? And that's why always bringing people in is going to help you because you might be really hard on yourself and I don't want you to be. And as I said, remember like what you create last week and what you create in 10 weeks time is going to be so different. But just thinking like, am I being vulnerable or am I being authentic? Am I sharing my values? Am I reflecting and giving value in here? Now also remember that go in it with that those goggles or that mindset that the person that's reading this might not know as much about this topic as I do. That's what I always do because sometimes I'll write things. I'm like, oh, I've spoken about this so many times. Like, is anyone getting any value? And I think one, it takes like so many touch points for someone to see a piece of content and act. So they've forgotten what you've spoken about, you know, and even 200 and something days, they forget what they learned, you know, so it's crazy. And then I also think, okay, my audience doesn't know as much about this topic as I do. So if I didn't know this, would I get value? So make sure you always ask on behalf of your audience rather than yourself because you're going to be really hard on yourself and that's not the point. It's not, that's not the point. It's just what can I do? How can I create more value instead of ticking the boxes? And what can I, I guess, scale back if I need to, right? And then some other things you can do is Think about the call to actions in your content. Are you measuring those call to actions? Are you giving call to actions? Are you engaging with others? Like, are you engaging on the platform? Are you collaborating with other people? Like, these are all going to help you go that next level with your content rather than just ticking the box, done. It's like adding that next depth, level of depth, right? Are you amplifying your content? So if you create a podcast, what are you doing to get that out there? If you're creating a blog, what are you doing to get that out there? It's not just like, yep, tickets done. What are you doing to market that? You've got to market the content you create as well. If you're creating articles, are you jumping on platforms like Reddit and sharing a bit of value from your blog article and having conversations? I mean, we could do a whole content amplification episode, which will be coming soon. Um, How are you engaging with people on the platform? Like, are you just posting and that's it? Or are you having conversations? As I said, are you collaborating with others? In my Facebook group once a month, I do like a collaboration post, but everyone has an opportunity to collaborate with each other and set that up. Find people to collaborate on their podcast, find people to go live with. Um, so, you know, jump on the Facebook group. I'll put the link in the show notes. And find people to collaborate with. Go on Clubhouse, whatever that looks like. Don't overdo it, but just find, okay, how many times am I showing up a week and creating content myself? Where am I collaborating with others? And some months you might collaborate more than others. And then how am I amplifying the content I'm currently creating? So there's some things that you can look at. And then, of course, measuring the content, seeing what works, and then giving more of what people want. I will tell you, and I did a podcast episode on this as well, around educational content versus fun content. Of course, you you 
posting a holiday pic is probably going to get more engagement. But having a look at the measurement and looking, okay, when I give value and when I create educational content, what's the objective for that? Am I seeing more saves from that post? Am I seeing profile visits? You know, I notice more profile visits and more website clicks when I post more educational content rather than likes, you know? So have a think about the value of that piece of content. It doesn't have to be measured by likes and comments. It can be measured by other things. When I create a podcast episode, am I seeing more interaction on my website? When I create a blog, am I seeing more interaction with my website? Like have a look and measure the content, measure your call to actions within your content. If you mention something in your podcast, like a, a, a course you have, a freebie you have, do you notice more signups to your mailing list after that podcast episode? Like test and trial and see what works. That's another thing that you can do once you're actually starting to evaluate the content that you're creating. Okay. So how do we feel? How do we feel about our content right now? And I don't want you to go away and be like, oh my God, all my content is crap because it's so not. It's amazing because you're creating and you're showing up. And I think that's something you should celebrate. You know, how daunting was it to actually go on stories and share an Instagram stories or your first podcast episode, how nervous you were to post that. The first blog you wrote, you probably tweaked it 50 million times before you posted it reflect on how far you've come, right? Do that first. Then start reflecting on the content, not that you've created, that you're creating from now on, from this moment on. Don't worry about the stuff you've created. It's amazing because you showed up and you gave what you could on that on that day at that time. But just have a think about from now on, am I sharing a story? Am I being authentic? Am I sticking to my values? Am I posting maybe for the sake of posting rather than can I skip today and post tomorrow? Am I engaging with people on the platform? Am I collaborating with others? What am I doing to market the content I'm creating and amplify it? Am I sharing it to my Instagram stories if I do a really good post on my feed? If I do an amazing podcast, am I talking about it on my Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or LinkedIn? Do I have call to actions in my content? Am I asking people to take actions? And am I measuring those call to actions? So that's what I want you to have a think about. Of course, I had a little bit of a laugh looking back on my old content, but I'm really proud of what I created because it's gotten me to where I am now and I'm learning each and every day. This podcast episode, I might listen to it a few years time and be like, yeah, I can do that better. But you know what? That's okay too. So... I don't know if you heard that, but the guy outside agrees with me too. But be a content queen or king and remember that developing your content develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at content queen Mariah or at Mariah underscore content queen, depends which one you like. But also you can simply tell them about it. If you can rate and review on Apple iTunes, this helps me get this podcast out to more people so I can share my message. Follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn, and let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about in the future. I would love to cover cover them for you. Other than that, have the most incredible week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.